Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby Be Better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back with our good buddy King. What's up, bud? What's up, brother? How are you? Pretty good. Um, weather is kind of really weird. It was almost 80 yesterday, now it's down to 40 today. Yeah, we're getting that Canadian clipper. It's still, it's like low 60s here in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, you know, but considering what it was yesterday, yeah, it's kind of, you know, this is the weather that makes everybody sick. Especially me. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, man, I got the spring and and fall when the temperatures start doing this wonky shit is when, well, you get the old bronchitis and you start getting sick and you feel like shit for you know two months straight because it decides to be like you just said, like forty eight degrees in the middle of goddamn May. Yeah. Um. But uh. But hey, listen, I live in the Northeast. I'd rather live with this then live in the absolute ball soup that <laughs> is fucking South Carolina or really anything below the Mason Dixon line. Like yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I am I am a northern boy through and through. I cannot suffer through the fucking South. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. You know? Like I said, Mason Dixon, anything below Pennsylvania, go fuck yourself. Maryland, screw <laughs> you. Delaware, not on my watch. Virginia, right the fuck out. Never. <laughs> and fucking yeah. everybody in the Southwest. Fucking, it's a dry heat. It's still a fucking oven. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? I'm sorry. Heat's heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat. It's 122 degrees. What the fuck are you talking about? If I leave an egg out for two minutes, it's cooked. <laughs> out just with nothing. But just outside. It's cooked with air outside you're living it in an air fryer yeah no yeah, i'm not it. gonna live yeah. in a ninja it's not gonna happen <laughs> you know so that being, 
you know. So yeah. spe- speaking of, of cooking here, um, you know, I always like to try to get you fired up and put you in a really good mood. How do you feel about uh, oh, okay. Lindy Ruff uh, coming back next year? Well, you know he was. That's fine. Like, listen, I I had no illusions about that. He, you know, listen, he led the Devils to their best record ever, which I think they did in spite of him, not because of him. He's probably going to win the Jack Adams. It's between him and the the douchebag in Boston. So, uh, and then if he gets that, you know, obviously he'll, he'll probably get more money. So, go for it, whatever it is. Um, the thing is, uh, now the bar is. I said the same thing with the Devils. Uh, with the uh, Giants, I mean, okay. uh, the Giants did very well this year, better than anybody thought they were. Same as the Devils, uh, not not quite as good as the, the Devils were the third best team in the NHL uh, yeah. and had the best record they've had in their entire history. So uh, a little bit different, but uh, still did far better than anybody thought they were going to do. Um, the Giants went to the playoffs, won a playoff game. Devils went to the playoffs, won a playoff series. Uh, so you, now you have all this. Now as the Devils, as you did with the Giants, you have a level of expectation now. You have a level of success. We've been this good. We know we can be this good. Now you have to be, at bare minimum, you have to be that good. And you should improve, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. So that's where we're looking at right now. So for the for the Devils, I think that can happen. Um, for the Giants, looking at that schedule, oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. That one might be a little tougher to pull off. Uh, the Giants have a fucking gauntlet uh, uh, to run next season. So, But listen, if the Giants can pull off a winning record next year and get into the playoffs somehow, I mean, let's fucking go. But if you looked at what the strength of schedule is, and again, we're basing this all on last year, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. Which the Eagles have the, the strongest schedule, that, just so that, everybody knows. The, the funny thing is, is that the top eight teams are all the NFC East and AFC East. I, I was going to say, did you notice that? <laughs> that? It's just like, well, gee, I wonder why. It's because, well, the AFC East and the NFC East are playing each other, and they kind of are the best divisions now, you know? Um, and, and I'm glad to see that because, like, the NFC East has a history of being, you know, the NFC beast and should have been in it for the last. Uh, what, four or five years or so, yeah. whatever it was before this past season. Uh, it was the NFC least. It was really a shit division. Uh, nobody was really any good. Uh, you had, you know, one team was good at a time, maybe. Like you had the Eagles in 2017. The Cowboys would come and steal one every now and then. I think the Redskins had it when they were still the Redskins. They won a division or two. Uh, not the fucking Giants. <laughs> uh, the Giants were, were gone since 2011. Um, so, you know, uh, uh, but seeing it back to where it's like, oh shit, everybody in that, even Washington's dangerous. Yeah. And then you look at the AFC East and it's like the Dolphins have made moves. Clearly the Jets have made some moves to be a favorite. Buffalo's got to now try to hold on to that. And the weakest team in that division now is the Patriots, which if the Patriots can somehow get their shit together, they're, they can be a dangerous team too. So it's it, it, it's it's great to see both of the East divisions uh, uh, doing well and representing. I clearly have an East Coast bias, like the West Coast, uh, <laughs> you know, California and and uh, Washington, Seattle, uh, Arizona. They can all kiss my ass. I don't care about any of those states. But that's not if you're listening from there. Um, no, nah, I don't give a shit. About your state. <laughs> you, okay. you you stay out there in your dry heat. Um, 
That's right. To be to be fair. To be fair. Seattle's Seattle, to be fair. Uh Seattle's lovely. I love the weather of Seattle. Okay. Love to live in Seattle if it just wasn't for all the hobo shit. You know. <laughs> um that's another thing. You know, the West Coast, big hobo problem. So um, you know, uh not not big on that. Uh uh talked to a couple of people who have lived out there. Um my fiance's family lives out there. Um uh, my fiance's sister's husband has gone to work trips out there. And uh, of all the anecdotes I've gotten back about Seattle uh, and Denver, too, surprisingly. Huh. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going out there. That's not happening. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's a shame because maybe Eastern Water. Maybe I'll go to Spokane or something, you know, you know maybe that'll be nice. You know, there's nice evergreens and Bigfoot, you know, all the, you know, just the nice scenery. So. Do you, think you could, a fan. do you think you could beat up Bigfoot? I mean, you guys no. are both the same height. Same no, build. no, Bigfoot's still taller than me. Oh, and yeah? he could probably rip me in half. Yeah, no, he's got that, like, orangutan strength. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you ever look at the orangutan? It's like, look at them. They look all fat and they got little wiry arms and stuff. Yeah. But then, like, you see an orangutan, like, in action. It's like, oh, he can rip a tree stump in half. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, he's got that, he's got that hidden strength. Yeah. yeah. No. So that's, to me, that's. <laughs> When I think of Bigfoot, I think of just like a big orangutan. Don't fuck with it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, you, um, do, do you do you think Bigfoot's real? Do you think Bigfoot's actually? Yeah, out there? I, I definitely think something. There's something out there of a really? Bigfoot. Yeah, I, I don't really? know if it's the actual Bigfoot that we see on, you know, uh, Henry and Henderson looking thing, or is it something else looking? But it, there's definitely something out there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot or not. I don't know. I'm not big. I'm not big into a lot of the cryptids. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a man of science. I'm a man of reason and logic. So I don't really like. I think some of them are good stories, like Mothman and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. I'll tell you, the one that does I, that I do think exists, and I actually do want to go on a hunt uh, at some point. Maybe this summer I'll do it. Uh, good old Jersey Devil, man, down in the Pine Barrens. I think I think the Jersey Devil is real, and I want to find him, and I want to hang out with him, and I want to pet him and have a beat. <laughs> I think you have a better shot at uh, petting big Bigfoot. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you won't get you close. Pet Bigfoot. Bigfoot pets you. That's, <laughs> you sure are. That's how that works. I will love him and squeeze him and name him George. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man, we got off track here. So, go, hey, but listen, it, it's it's what what, what what are we doing? What yeah, we doing? you know what I mean. It's, um, slow getting, season. Getting back know. to the NFL schedule, were you surprised about the whole Eagles Giants game? Well, two games in three weeks. I don't. Not a fan of it. Don't like it. I think with something like that, especially with um, the way they, they these two teams have been, and then having these two massive divisional games within three weeks of each other, like that. I I, I think that's disappointing. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I would have liked to see them space out a little bit better. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be one hell of the end of the season. Um, and, and that's going to be a three week stretch where a whole lot of shit can change oh, yeah. depending on where everybody is. You know, you got to figure if the giants are a game behind or, or even two, um, and are able to win those two games against the Eagles. Then that I think, uh, who are we playing in the middle of the Rams, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, is, is the is the middle week game 
you know, you're talking about like that's that's something that can swing it one way or the other, you know. So that's going to be huge, huge, huge games there. Um, again, not a fan of that. And I've seen them do it at other times too. Uh, and at different parts of the year, I've seen it like a mid-year. I think there was a time where uh, uh, two other divisional teams played within a three-week span. And um, again, not a fan of that, but especially not a fan of it at the end of the season. Like that's how you're ending the season is that fucking gauntlet. Yeah. You know, with the with the Giants having to go to Philadelphia on Christmas. And then, you know, in, in the first week of the new year, they got you're going to have it there at MetLife. The big air conditioner. Uh, <laughs> I saw your 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 little fight on Facebook over that. <laughs> Which one? Um, I, don't know. I had so, quite a few fights. Uh, a season ticket holder commented on on a post about it being called the big air conditioner, and you know they didn't even they didn't even think about putting a retractable roof in. And oh, they didn't even think about it. no. Listen, I don't. I don't mind that it doesn't have a roof. I like the fact that it doesn't have a roof. I think that that's that gives us advantage for you Northeast. Yeah, fuck roofs. For anybody who wants a roof on their football stadium, first of all, not to be not PC, but not on this show, of course not. Uh, you're a <laughs> pussy. Shut the fuck up. No. Get the fucking roofs off. I want the wind and the snow, like the old giant stadium swirling winds. Let's yeah. fucking go. I like it. It's the fact that stadium looks like a fucking Venetian blind. <laughs> it looks like a fucking it literally looks like a carrier air conditioner unit for like a central air that you see out like on the outside of somebody's suburban fucking house. Like it's ter- it has no character. It has no charge. Like and that thing cost two hundred and fifty million dollars more than Jerry World did. Holy shit. Which again, that might tell you, you know, just how the the the, the New York, New Jersey metropolitan market you know what land value does and yeah. how much it costs to do everything with union labor and all the hijacked costs and you know everything costs more and all that kind of stuff so uh but still for all that we got this real piece of shit looking building and you look at all these other stadiums going up that look fucking gorgeous like jerry world is a fucking ufo in the middle of fucking texas you yeah. know what i mean sofi stadium is a fucking architectural beauty fucking like even it, shit ford field's fucking 20 years old and still looks fucking better you know what i mean yeah like you have all these teams that stadium that they're going to be building up in buffalo looks fucking gorgeous the link is a beautiful stadium even it's got a shitty team in a shitty city <laughs> but it's a beautiful fucking stadium gillette stadium fuck it just go on and on the 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 minnesota the u.s bank stadium yeah. up in minnesota even though it's indoors and they're pussies about it fucking beautiful fucking stadium you know yeah like arizona las vegas look at any of these other stadiums that anybody else has but the, the the dolphins redid uh joe robbie land shark pro player stadium you know the one that had 20 different names that was hard rock yeah uh, they redid that and made that thing look like an entirely new stadium beautiful park by the way lovely fucking stadium um i d- i don't understand why that the, the the Giants and Jets with their combined money of one point two billion dollars, whatever they put towards that thing, uh, came up with a stadium that looks like absolute. It, it's it's not that it looks bad; it doesn't look like anything. Yeah, it, yeah. That's the problem with it. It looks like nothing, 
it looks like a big air conditioning unit. It looks like it looks like you're going to a Venetian blind store. That's what it looks like. They took a big square fucking thing, put some Venetian blinds on the side of it, and said, "Here you go. That'll be 1.2 billion dollars." It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, and and I heard on a local radio station here, uh, I think it was last week or maybe earlier this week. Um, like, they're already people are asking a question already. When when is too early to ask for a new stadium or at least oh, really to do something we maybe some kind of huge refurbishment or something with that stadium they got to do something like here's the other thing too like you you can have like think think of like having like the link or, or a stadium like that or gillette or something like that where you have like an open end of the stadium imagine that you have that stadium right there in jersey it's six miles away from downtown manhattan you open up that one the, the, the one end zone or have something like that where you get to see the new york city skyline you get some nice brickwork, some steel in there you know give it some fucking personality some flavor some architecture and have have something like that like oh my god you're right there you're the new york jets and new york giants everybody makes fun of you because you play in new jersey yeah. even though you play closer to your city name than anywhere else people in buffalo are like we're the only real new york team yeah but you play fucking farther away from buffalo than the giants or jets play away from new york so shut the fuck up what, they're, they're, they're in new york though it doesn't matter they're not the <laughs> new york bills are they I mean, the New York Giants and New York Jets aren't named for New York State. They're named for New York City. Well, that's even worse. No, it's not. They're right there because they're six miles away. But Buffalo is named for the city of Buffalo, and they're fucking 16 miles away. But not only are they not in the city, they're not even in the state. It doesn't matter. <laughs> fucking the 49ers are fucking an hour and a half away from San Francisco. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you going. That's all. <laughs> right, it's all right. So I, and, you, and, you, and you've done well. Dallas plays in fucking Arlington. Yeah, Washington plays in fucking Maryland. They don't even play in D.C. You want to talk about that? And not only that, but they play further away from Washington, D.C. than the Giants or Jets play away from New York. Yeah. <clears throat> Philly plays in Philly. Be that as it may. Be that as it may. <laughs> like Of all the architecture they could have done to showcase that, to showcase like, hey, New York City... There's our namesake city right there, so close you could touch it, you know. And we're right here, and you know, you're you know you're in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area, which is some of the most diverse and uh, has some of the best architecture uh, in in the world. Like you go to like look at any of the buildings in New York City, or like even in right now, look at Jersey City or Hoboken. Beautiful buildings go up there now, you know. Yeah. Um, Look at the Prudential. Prudential Center is one of the, uh, a beautiful arena, beautiful architecture, lovely, got great personality right there in Newark of all places. You know, like, so it can be done. And you take all of that and you give us a fucking carrier unit. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, what are we doing? Come on. You know, so I, I, I don't Maybe they, Maybe that's something they could do in the future. Like, maybe they can just, like, Get rid of the fucking Venetian blinds. Put some brickwork up. You know, make something like that. Maybe knock down that one end zone area that points towards New York so you can see the skyline. Look pretty cool. Or do something like that. Or or just knock the fucking thing down. Let's start all over. <laughs> start fresh. <laughs> just start over because that thing is fucking terrible. It really is just atrocious. And... Uh, uh, 
Anyway, the Eagles got to come there at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of get, get, getting back on point. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have mind seeing. I definitely like the Christmas Day game, and maybe I'm biased of it because I want to go down and throw snowballs at Santa Claus. But I definitely wanted to—I would have rather see one of the Giants Eagles games maybe like five, six weeks earlier. That way, okay, whoever wins that game, it's probably still going to be a you know a game out or so within that division. And coming into Christmas, it'd be haymakers thrown at each other. I like the idea of the last game of the year being Giants Eagles. I would rather that and then move the Christmas game earlier or do something like that. Cause I love the idea of it being Giants Eagles last game of the year could be for the division. Uh, could just be for bragging rights. Either way. I like the idea of having Giants Eagles big rivalry. Uh, one of the biggest rivalries in the NFC East. Uh, I know everybody else hates the Cowboys, but I mean, to me, Giants Eagles is, a little notch above that. I know some Eagles fans might see the Cowboys as more uh, than the Giants, especially over the last couple of years because the fucking Giants can't do shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like the idea of that being the last game. Uh, so, like, the Christmas game can come or go. And I don't like the idea of a Christmas game because you're doing shit on Christmas. You're visiting family or something there. You know, oh, what are the kids doing? See, all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, oh, sometimes you might be too busy. And you miss some game. I don't want to yeah. miss any of the game. Fuck that. That's true. You know? Now, me, it's a good thing I don't have any kids. And any of my family already knows, don't fuck with me during the Giants game. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky in that respect. But... um I don't know, like like the Christmas Day game is like, eh, that's all right. I would I would have rather it have been the the Black Friday game, but yeah, uh, I mean, I I definitely would have rather Black Friday. But when I saw Christmas, I was like, good. oh, that'd be that'd be something different. I mean, I've been to home openers, I've been to you know night games, Sunday night games. I've been to all those nostalgia type you know games. I've never been to a Christmas Day game, and as soon as um, it got announced, they were on Christmas Day. Um, in our little group chat with me, you, the wife, and whoever else is in there. I forget how I hinted at her about it, and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, the Eagles are playing on Christmas Day. And she's like, okay, the three of us will go. I'm like, who's the three of us? She's like, me, you, and our oldest. I'm like, okay. I said, you you understand how much a ticket's going to be, right? She goes, yeah, like 100 bucks. I'm like, hey, you're funny. Cause, I mean, I already looked at the, the ticket prices. They're upper, you know, nosebleed seats, like minimum 200 bucks, and that's resale price. So when it gets closer, it's going to be even higher. It's going to go higher. And, now, and that's the thing, because not only is it a Christmas Day game, so it's an event game, but it's also against the New York Giants. So it's going to be even more. Rivalry games are always going to cost more. Anyway. And you know what? So, like, to to kind of um, add to your point about Cowboys-Eagles rivalry, Giants-Eagles rivalry, you know, you've known me long enough. I've always felt like the Cowboys-Eagles rivalry was the the bigger of the two. But I think after last year, seeing how much more improved the Giants were, they I, I think I, I agree with you. I think they slightly ticked over the, the Cowboys-Eagles rivalry. Even though I still hate the Cowboys more than the Giants, I, I think that is more of the interesting rivalry, the, the Eagles-Giants rivalry, instead of the Cowboys. Uh, we got to see because again, the Giants still haven't fucking beaten the Eagles in uh, you know uh, in a season series for fucking forever. Yeah, you know, 
and uh, sorry for that burp. I'm drinking Mountain Dew. Um, I just uh, so so I can understand where somebody, even Giants fans, saying like, "Well, Giants Eagles aren't a rivalry because the Giants don't win." So like, I get that and I I understand that. But I think uh, uh, if the Giants can pull something off this year, especially with this two games in three weeks, uh, then that might be something. Especially if it's st- like, here's the thing. Like, let's say that that like that that scenario happens. The Eagles are a game ahead of the Giants. The Giants are having actually for the the gauntlet of a schedule doing well. Everything's going well for the Giants. Just to say for the sake of argument. And then you would go into that three game stretch where Giants are a game behind the Eagles. Giants beat the Eagles in the Christmas Day game. Then both teams win their interweek game, and then the last game of the year, you have the Giants come, you know, win at MetLife or something like that. So then the Giants in a three expand, they steal the division away from the Eagles. Yeah, like that will cause a rivalry to to become born again. That yeah. will breathe life into that. Um, but if we get into that point, and then the Eagles just fucking beat us twice again, it's like, oh, same old shit. Doesn't matter. You know, and and it then it's just it is what it is. It's just the Giants can't get over that hump. So that's that's the big thing right now for the Giants is uh, okay. We're getting better. We're improving. We're doing things like that. To, to me, the biggest marker of success is you got to beat the Eagles. You have to beat the Eagles. I don't care if the Eagles are having a good year or a bad year or whatever it is, because it doesn't matter. Even when the Eagles had a bad year, they beat the shit out of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, the goal of the year is, yes, you want to make the playoffs. Yes, we want to be improved. Yes, we want to go far in the playoffs. But the marker of seeing how much we've improved, beat the fucking Eagles. (laughs) That's got to be the goal, is beat the Eagles. So we'll see. We'll see how that happens. But I want to bring up something, too. Okay. uh, Concerning these holiday games. Did you hear or, or know uh, about apparently the bidding war for the Black Friday games uh, that was going on? Uh, big, big stuff there. Uh, now, we know that the Jets are playing the Dolphins on Black Friday, yeah, um, which they apparently lobbied for hard and are actually trying to lobby the NFL to get on a permanent annual basis. Oh, okay. Like the Jets want the Black Friday game. But apparently there was another team involved in that, and that would be the Cincinnati Bengals, and they were trying to promote and wanting to get that game permanently on an annual basis, almost like a Thanksgiving game, you know, but they wanted, yeah. you know, the Black Friday game. And they wanted to, you know, have like, you know, Cincinnati does all that shit. They wanted to have a parade. They want to do all the fucking, you know, pomp and circumstance. Cause they do that shit too with like, with the Reds opening day, they still have like a baseball parade that goes down, even though the Reds suck. Um, and they do all that kind of stuff. So they really kind of wanted to make that into an event, like a Cincinnati thing. Okay. Uh, but apparently they got outbid or, or just out convinced by New York. Uh, by the NFL now, apparently that that's something that is under consideration. Is that the, yeah, the Jets would host the Black Friday game every year, like the Cowboys and Lions post Thanksgiving every year. I don't know if the Jets should be the team to do it, just because. Okay, yeah, this year it's a perfect match because Aaron Rodgers is there. But let's just say he plays next year. He's not playing more than two years. Okay, but the Lions have sucked for seventy years, and they still win Thanksgiving. 
But they put up. I don't some think good it's a matter fights, of whether so. they suck or not. I just think it's a matter of you know, do you want it? Do yeah. you want to you know have that? Do you want to have the you know the shorter week schedule? Do you want to you know kind of put yourself in all that? And and also, does it make sense too? You know. Now, also think about that is you have uh, this game is going to be happening next to one of the largest malls in America, the beautiful uh, American Dream, formerly Xanadu there in the Meadowlands, uh, on Black Friday. Uh, So, first of all, traffic's going to be fucking a nightmare. I was just thinking about that, you know. Uh, you know, the the rumor was that the Eagles and the Giants were supposed to be that one. Uh, I'm just thinking now. I'm thinking, thank God, the the Eagles didn't get that one because I, I was I would have been going to that one, and that traffic would have been nuts. Um, so you're talking about like yeah, one of the biggest metropolitan markets in the world uh, on Black Friday when everybody's going to want to go out and go shopping. You're also going to have a football game happening right next to a shopping outlet, yeah. literally right next door. So um, interesting. Um, and I guess I, to me, I think that, I think the NFL, if it goes off without a hitch, like if they can get it done and there's not too much bitching and moaning or, you know, anything like that, I think it could end up being an annual thing, uh, especially like if you get everybody there and then they go right from the stadium to the fucking mall and they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's walk from the stadium to the fucking mall and see what's going on and do all that kind of shit. Like, which I don't think you can actually walk there. That'd be a fucking hike. Um, but you know, a short drive from the stadium, uh, you know, it's literally like, it's literally right next to it, but still the walk from wherever you're parked in that parking lot to there would be a fucking hike. So, um, so that could be something, you know, that, uh, you know, they look at, Oh, there's something like that. Cause if I think if it doesn't go off, I think then Cincinnati gets a look. Yeah. And they'll push it. And then not only that, but you know, you're going to have Joe Burrow there. That's a marquee matchup every year for the next 10 years, at least, you know, so it's something, it's something to look at, and you know, th- that's kind of like, the, that the, like the point I brought up about the uh, Aaron Rodgers, like that game, you want to have like when you're young up and coming faces of a franchise, like, like a Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts or, you know, Daniel Jones, um, not some guy. Well, I shouldn't say some guy. That's a lot of disrespect towards Aaron Rodgers. But but not not a quarterback that only has a few years left in his career, and you don't know what uh, quarterbacks again, coming in from behind. Like I said, the Lions have had fucking Thanksgiving for seventy five years, and they've sucked for sixty of those years. Uh, but they still get it. And you know, like like I said, the Lions lose on Thanksgiving, a tradition unlike any other. Um, it is just although that's probably going to end up changing. Uh, the way the Lions are playing, so uh, good for them finally. Um, but can we both? I, that's the thing. I like that. I like that they're opening up the season. Good for them. You can, know. Can we both agree though about the Lions sucking for seventy years on Thanksgiving? That Barry Sanders was the only reason why you tuned in on those games. Well, that and it was things to me. I loved watching the Lions on Thanksgiving. To me, the Lions on Thanksgiving is one of those things. I don't know why. But it's always like it's never been one of those things like oh fucking lions oh what's going on? like it was always just like ah Thanksgiving football time yeah. to turn on a lions game like I don't know why but that's always just been fun for me you know like yeah. even even when they suck they get destroyed and then every now and then they'd win a game and they'd be like holy shit the lions fucking won on Thanksgiving what did they play the lottery today you know uh, shit like that you know it it, it 
I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it, it ticks one of those like nostalgia boxes in your head, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just, I just really like it. So, um, it, to me, it never, it, I know some people hated it, hate the fact that the Lions had it. They're like, they should look at other teams finally, put some, have a rotating, uh, Thanksgiving schedule in there. Nobody wants to see the Lions lose all the time at Thanksgiving. And I, to that, say, fuck you. No. I like seeing the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then, again, when they win it, they're good. Then it's a thing. But, you know, leave the fucking Lions alone, asshole. You know? You know, sticking with the Lions and the schedule, um, (laughs) I'm going to probably get you fired up by saying this. I think we talked a little bit about this, though, too. Um, I don't agree with the Lions opening up the season with Kansas City. Why not? How do we know the Lions are that team from last year and not just a, a, a one-year fluke. Well, you find out. That's, that's how you find out. That's you play the game. You, you know, they, they should have did, because I'm assuming they're playing in Kansas City. Yes. They should have did Philly, you know, no. Super Bowl rematch. No, 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 no. The Jets, no, 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 no. you know, Aaron Rodgers going up against Patrick Mahomes, the next great quarterback. No. You know, they, well, they already said they it wasn't going to be an AFC team. Okay. It wasn't gonna like, uh, and that's the thing. I think the the formula they're getting into now, um, if, if the last couple of years are any sense, is that they're playing a team from another conference to open up. Like, it's not going to be a divisional game. It's not going to be that, and it's not going to be a, a, a Super Bowl team. Okay, you know that they played, um, and that's it. The only reason the Chiefs are playing the Eagles on this schedule is because of that weird seventeenth game. Uh, thing that they, uh, you know, added a couple of years ago. Yeah. So they, they get to play an extra game. So they choose the Eagles for whatever reason. Um, so looking at it from that aspect, it's like, okay, they get an NFC team. So they're playing the, the AFC West is playing the NFC North this year. Uh, is going to be the, pa- you're going to put the Packers in there? Fuck no. no. You're going to put the Bears uh, I would say maybe. maybe, but I mean, you want to talk about a team that, you know, the the Bears were the number one uh, draft pick this year until they traded it. Yeah, but they had what two wins this year? Last year, one year? Yeah, you're not putting the Bears. In. That's not going to happen. The Vikings with primetime Kirk I, Cousins, I that's say, gonna be yeah. a fucking blowout. Or do you put in the team that won eight of nine to close the season, just barely missed the playoffs and probably should have made the playoffs if everything was being fair. Um, and did Aaron Rodgers Packers career and have been exciting and dynamic and fun to watch, even if they do lose. Um, and now not only that, now you're putting them in that spot where it's just like, okay, you guys fucking did good. Prove it now. And, and like, are you gonna t- are you gonna sit there? Are you gonna tell me that Dan Campbell's not gonna have that team ready to fucking go on that oh, no. Thursday night game? I mean, I, I, he's got fucking four months to get that team fucking jacked up. I really oh look at they're putting us in there because they think we're sacrificial live, and they don't. The NFL put them in there. The NFL doesn't want a blowout. Well, yeah, on opening night. So the Lions are not there to get blown out. The NFL doesn't think the Lions are going to get blown out. If they did, they would again. If that was the case, they would have put the Bears in there. Yeah. Or the Packers. Like, they, 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 the NFL doesn't want that. The NFL wants a good competitive game that's going to keep people watching the whole way through. And I think that's why they picked the Lions. Because that's another thing with the Lions, too. Even the games that they lost last year, they were fucking in them. 
Yeah. You know, they 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 took the Eagles to the end, and it was only a last second field goal by the Eagles in which they won that game against the Lions. No, you know, yeah. So when you look at it from that aspect, I think I think that's a I, not only is it a great opening matchup, you know, because you you have the Chiefs and obviously the Super Bowl champions opening up, but now you have this. Oh, it's the fucking Lions. We got the Lions on there, and then if the Lions prove themselves, now imagine, you know, if if the Lions show up, even if they lose but show up, you're like. Wow. Okay. Lions can hang. Lions can hang with the big boys. Yeah. I don't know if the Lions fucking actually win the game, fucking leagues on notice. Like that's that's what I mean. Like I, I, I don't... would say leagues on notice, and, and questions are going to be asked about Kansas City real quick, real early. You know. So and not only that, but Kansas City has a history of starting off seasons super fucking slow. Yeah. So uh, the 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 fact of the matter is. Uh, I like the matchup, and obviously, here's the other thing too: those other games that everybody's talking about, like oh, it should have been Chiefs Bengals, or it should have been Chiefs Eagles, or it should have been Chiefs Bills, or whatever else fucking thing that people were talking about. That that's another thing that other networks and other places were fighting for because they want their marquee matchups too. And you know, those are going to be the marquee matchups, and you know, those are going to be good. So you have to look at okay. How do we not steal this from CBS, or how do we not steal this from Fox, or how do we not steal this from uh, uh, ABC or Amazon Prime now because they're fucking in it, yeah. or any of these things? How do we, you know, you know, and you look at it and try to be the most fair, and you try to be like that, and it's like, okay, so we take the defending Super Bowl champions and one of the most exciting teams, one of the most uh, talked about teams. To be fair, one of the most memed teams of the last two years, especially with Dan Campbell uh, and with Hard Knocks and even the season before with his introductory press conference talking about chewing fucking kneecaps <laughs> and just going after it. Like, like th that's the other thing, too. The NFL smart with this. The Lions right now with Dan Campbell and their team and who they have on it, uh, they are a marketable team. Yeah. They are a marketable team, so that's another thing too. You want that? You want they? You want Dan Campbell in prime time? You do. I'm sorry, he's fucking entertaining. He's a good guy. You want that? You want those sound clips? You want those those visuals of him on the sideline? You want that? And the Lions proved themselves last year that they can win they can play football this is not a bad team you know i mean i'm and hoping it's not if anything has shown in this offseason they've only gotten better they drafted very well yeah a lot of people were shitting on a draft pick but i think that's going to come back to bite him in the ass i think that running back they took it was like oh they took him too early i don't think so i don't think so i think they took him just right where i think he's going to be a fucking star and i think he's going to show a lot of people uh, that the Lions picked him right where they should have. Um, and and that defense is only going to have another year to get better. You got fucking – that's the other thing, man. 
You got to worry about fucking Hutchinson coming across and fucking just decapitating Mahomes. <laughs> like this, like I'm so, like I'm excited for this, and I like that it's a new matchup. We're not seeing the same fucking thing. It's like look at pro wrestling. Like I, and I'm going to make an equation here, but like when people watch pro wrestling, people get very pissed off when it's the same matchups all the time. Yeah. Oh, this wrestler versus this wrestler again. Oh, guys, this is boring. And that's the thing. Like, you know, yeah, no, it's fun to say, uh, like, nobody's going to be up. Nobody's not going to want to watch Kansas City versus Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, that's that's a marquee game. Everybody's going to watch that, whether that's opening night or whether that's, you know, in the middle of the week six or whenever the fuck they're scheduled to be, you know, in the middle of the season. Yeah. You're going to watch that game, whether it's one o'clock, four o'clock, prime time, no matter what it is, people are going to watch that fucking game. Now, here's something where now you're actually – you have a a, a, a team, a, a basically a brand new team that hasn't been on primetime in fucking forever. And now you have them and you're pushing them forward. And it's it's a bit of a reward for how they played last year. And it's a bit of a marketing tool, too, because it's like, okay, Dan Campbell, he's very marketable. The Lions are becoming very marketable. You get to have that nice matchup. The matchup itself, uniform-wise, I think is going to look great. You have the Kansas City red. You're going to have that. Lions, Honolulu, blue and silver. Yeah. I wish they would let them wear the blues with the red. Just have them both wear their colors. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be a great looking matchup. Me personally, that's how I think. Whether they'll do that or not, probably not. But I think that would look fucking amazing. Um, so NFL, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but uh, <laughs> you never know. Maybe it will be soon. <laughs> hey, listen, just like uh, just like a good old friend Pat there. We got a little up to something season two going on here. So. Uh, Stay yeah, tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Get it? Stay tuned. <laughs> See what I'm doing? <laughs> Speaking of uh, our, our buddy Pat, when does that start? Dude, I got to tell you something. This is what I, I, I talked to you a little bit before the show. I was like, man, I'm pissed. I might have to do a little rant here. Okay. Um, and it's not it's not pissed at what you might think. Um, now, for anybody who knows, yes, we are big Pat McAfee marks here. Well, me anyway. I'm a super big Pat Mark. I, yeah. like, I like Pat McAfee show. I like it, especially since he's been successful doing what me and you had originally wanted to do all the way back in 2015. He just stole our idea. I just put that out there anyway. <laughs> uh, We're not looking for compensation, allegedly. Uh, just say, I'm not saying Pat stole our idea. Alleged, that's all alleged. <laughs> allegedly, no. Um, but uh, Pat recently announced that he uh, he's going to ESPN. His show's going to be on ESPN, ESPN Plus, and ESPN YouTube. We wanted to make sure that he stayed on YouTube, so the show always remained free for people. You don't need ESPN. You just go on YouTube and watch it. So okay. uh, so he's staying on all that kind of stuff. And people have lost their fucking minds. Absolutely lost their fucking minds. For good or bad? bad super bad. Everybody has lost Why? their fucking minds oh my god this is the worst this is the end of it oh pat you fucking sell out this is the worst oh move ever god. oh you're not gonna be anything you can't do shit now oh you're gonna be you're with the mouse oh disney ruins everything oh pat show's gonna go woke get ready for it uh he's not gonna be able to curse or say fuck oh my god this is gonna be terrible this is just the worst thing ever oh he's gonna be like every other show oh this is gonna be get up 2.0 this is dude do me if, if you go and look at the fucking pat mcafee show reddit okay it is a fucking battlefield <laughs> of just negativity. Wow. Of just, this sucks. This is stupid. You can't say fuck. I'm done with this show. Oh, this is fucking terrible. God, like, 
I've I, never I, seen. I hate people that have that thinking. Like, okay, he's he's trying to do something personally for himself to make himself better financially, all that stuff. And okay, so he's got to change a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Um, I could no, you can't change. You can't change. I could, you fucking sell out. I you could, fucking sell out. You're a how dare you? How dare you? You you betrayed us. You betrayed us, the fans who have sat here and listened this whole time. You fucking betrayed us. How dare you, dude? I have never seen a bigger group of fucking pussies in my entire fucking <laughs> life, ever. All of them. The, it's it's the worst group of human fucking beings. Oh my fucking god. Now here's the thing. We curse on this show. I yeah. curse a lot on this show. I say <laughs> fuck a ton. I say fuck a fuck ton. I like to say fuck and shit. They're my sentence enhancers. It works for me. And that's fine. But I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, if you may be listening, any ladies out there, that'd be nice. Um I can stop saying fuck. I don't know if anybody knows this about me. I used to work on uh, broadcast radio. I actually worked on the air. Yeah. Ooh, 97.9X, WBSX in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Go ahead, look up the station. It's still there. Um, yeah, I used to be over the air. Me, my potty mouth, used to be on the air. Guess what I didn't do on the air? Never cursed. Not once on the air. Never cursed. Guess what? I cannot curse. It's okay. You can do that. The idea that you're going to stop watching a show or start criticizing a show or a talent or somebody like that for saying like, well, they can't say fuck anymore. Well, this show's dumb now. Like how fucking childish are you? Exactly. How, how immature do you have to be where if I can't hear fuck, then I'm done. Like what, what are you talking about? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. You can't enjoy a show unless somebody says fuck. Why? Answer me that. Anybody who's part of that group who's like, oh, fuck Pat McAfee now. He's a sellout. He can't say fuck on Disney. Okay, you can't say fuck on ESPN in the middle of the day. So fucking what? Are you going to tell me that you've ever watched a show and been like, well, this show sucks. I wish it was had more fucks in it. Like, <laughs> what? Like, are you like are you mentally retarded and i don't mean that in an insulting way i mean it in the clinical uh, uh diagnostic sense yeah are you clinically mentally retarded do you have a learning disability because that's the only thing i can think of that you have such a stunted intellect that you can't let somebody go on a broadcast network station and be like Oh, well, he can't say fuck, so uh, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not going to listen to this bullshit. Are you out of your mind? Oh, he sold out. What the fuck do you think we're all trying to do here? Yeah. What do you think we're trying to do? You think we just want to stay here and keep on doing this same shit? No, we want to. I Please, let us sell out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, Give us all the sponsorship money. Say. Let us go to a fucking broadcast partner. Please, for the love of God. That's all anybody, if you're in this business to not sell out, then you're in the wrong fucking business. That's the same with any musician or something like that. Yeah. Like everybody's yeah. like, oh, that musician, they sold out. What the fuck do you think they're doing? It's a job. It's fun. It's creative. It's a nice job if you can make money doing it. But that's the thing. If you can make money doing it, then you're a sellout. Yeah. So, you, you know, and, and a lot of this does remind me of that, of like, it, it's people who find like that niche band that 
yep, young up and coming band, independent band that's like, oh man, they sound great. They're such a great sound. Um, what a good, you don't even know about it. You don't, you like, you wouldn't know about them, but they're really good. I love them. They're, they're great. And then the moment that the rest of the world gets to hear them and that other people start saying, man, I really like that band. And they start getting more notoriety and more publicity and they get more money and then they get signed to an actual record deal and they start releasing an album and the album blows up and now they're on radio and now doing other stuff. And then that same person who's talking about how much he loved that band. They sound so good. They're so great. Is like, ah, fuck them. Nah, they got too mainstream. They got too big. I don't like them anymore. They sold out. Fuck that. They're the worst. It's like nothing's changed. It's the same music. It's the same band, but now just because other people like them, you don't. Yeah. So then it's not the band that you don't like. It's the fact that they're not your little secret anymore. It's not your little thing. It's that other people got to like it. And if other people get to like something, then it's not your little thing anymore. Then it's, I don't want to play with my toy anymore because other people like it. You're a fucking baby. Anybody out there who's feeling that way about Pat McAfee or really anything like other bands and shit that I've mentioned, you know, where people are like, Oh, fuck that band. You're a fucking hipster. You're a piece of shit. You're a sports podcast hipster. I don't like it. Cause it got too big. I don't like it because he's making money. Now go fuck yourself. You're a fucking baby. Do you feel better now? <laughs> but no, I, I agree with you, man. Like, like uh, the best example I could use is when corn went from, you know, corn, their, their, their heavy style to that dubstep whatever it was right and, and they got so much shit for just changing their sound well if you don't evolve or try to evolve you're just gonna be laying on the waist brother, you know, on, on the side brother brother there are still 55 year old men walking around pissed that metallica put out the black album and that's, that's when Metallica died to me, man. <laughs> Metallica hasn't been the same since And Justice for All. And even then, they cut the bass out. Poor Jason Newstead, man. But then they put out the loads. Oh, those of crap is what it was. <laughs> 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 Fucking assholes. <laughs> no, people can't change. I don't like change. Anything that change ruins my whole field of it. I can't. I don't know what I'm doing if something changes. God, it's the fucking worst. Babies, babies, babies. That's all you are. Oh, anyway, <laughs> we have a little up to something season going on here as well. You're gonna find out about that uh, about that soon enough. Yeah, a couple uh, weeks. We got a couple more weeks. Um, yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta hammer out some details, iron out some things. But we are up to something. <laughs> Your boys here. We're actually up to something. That's pretty interesting. It's fun. Now now I know why Pat got so excited about it. Now <laughs> I, I get the, the the excitement of an up to something season. Yeah. You know, it's pretty fun. It's pretty good, you know? So and, and, uh, all I'll say is that me and King celebrate well, at least I did, uh celebrate pretty hard uh Friday night. Um nah, I just had a glass of wine. Yeah. I just had a glass of wine. Well, uh, you know, down here at the Stay Tuned Sports Bar, I'm looking at my Jameson bottle. I had about a quarter bottle of Jameson that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i had actually i had more i had like three glasses of wine uh you know because I'm i a, actually I'm a pussy. I do, that's how much i sold out i'm a pussy <laughs> i um, actually celebrate so hard that um it was about midnight is when i usually get my my hunger and and get ready for bed or whatever and i was so drunk that i was like you know what I, it's probably a best idea i do not touch that stove i'm calling domino's and i had pizza delivered <laughs> Ooh, drunk domino's is pretty good i'm not gonna lie that cheese sounds good cheesesteak uh, cheesesteak pizza with uh, banana peppers on it. 
Ugh, gross. Yeah, you're gross. Dude, um, I don't. I don't mind cheesesteak <laughs> pizza, but the fucking banana peppers. Oh, that I, shit I love banana peppers. Uh, you um, love banana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder if if when uh, when when our when our uh, up to something season comes out here, if we're gonna get cold sellouts by, by our tens and tens of fans. <laughs> no, no, no. We got three hundred in Iowa. <laughs> uh, Iowa. <laughs> I, I feel bad. I feel bad sharing this story. Oh boy! But last night. Uh, there was uh, we were watching uh, me and my me and the fiance were watching something. I think it was it might have been Good Mythical Morning on okay. uh, on YouTube there uh, with good old Rat and Link if anybody knows that. But uh, we were watching that and they were talking about like most uh, uh, states where there are sayings or whatever like that, and they couldn't find this one fucking state. Like they couldn't figure out where this saying came from, and they're thinking they're naming all these different states and trying to come up with a state. And my fiance goes, I bet you it's Iowa. And I said, why? Why would you say it's Iowa? And she goes, because like, I always forget Iowa exists. And I bet <laughs> you that's probably why they can't name it, because they forget Iowa exists. And so we keep on watching the show, and they're going through, go through it. And sure enough, the saying came from fucking Iowa. Oh, and it, they started saying the same thing. It's like, oh, I always forget Iowa exists. My fiance jumps up and he's like, I fucking told you. <laughs> Nobody remembers fucking Iowa. And it's like. That's where all our listeners are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Iowa, Iowa. With, with that being said, we will never forget you. So I, as I was going to say, <laughs> Iowa, the world may forget you. Thank you for not forgetting us because we here at Stay Tuned Sports, we won't forget you. Go go, Hawkeyes or Cyclones, depending on where you are. I, I, I like the Hawkeyes. As long as they're not I playing like the, I like the Tiger Hawk. That's a cool logo. Yeah. Uh, I like the Cyclones, too. Now that they're doing, uh, they, they kind of have that that uh, throwback alternate uniform. Yeah. It's got like the, the old school, like, leather stripes on it and stuff. Uh, I kind of like that look. That's kind of a cool thing. Um, so go go Iowa State as well. I like the colors, too. Red, red and yellow are always kind of yeah. stuck. But black and gold is pretty good, especially since they ripped the uh, the Steelers right off there. But uh, <laughs> uh I mean, plus, plus, I always got that cool thing. Uh, was it at the end of the first quarter where they wave to the, to the, the hospital? Cancer hospital yeah. That's right. That looks above the stadium. Like, how can you? You can't hate that. Come yeah. on. If, how do you forget that? If you're not crying when they do that, then there's something wrong. With oh, you. dude, it'll. It's it's just. It's always a. It's always a good moment. It's always one of those. Those just you know makes the heart swell. Yeah. You know, even a Grinch heart grew three sizes that first quarter. So one last thing that we'll, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, before we end the show, if we want to end the show then, um, I want to talk about the whole Doc Rivers and the Sixers and the James Harden debacle. Um, you know, Doc Rivers got fired yesterday, uh, Tuesday. Today's Wednesday right now. Um, uh, yes, and this will be released on Thursday. Thursday. So. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that game seven... I think halftime it was, or, or whatever they call it in basketball. I guess halftime. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, was, it was that's, still that's what they call it in every sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was still semi close. It was like a five or ten point difference. By fourth quarter, Celtics just took over. Um, after the game, Joel and or Embiid, um, Embiid, Embiid, yeah, said that you know, other, basically. Basically, threw his his team under the bus. Said, you know, me and James could only do so much. We play five on five. Uh, there was a, there's a longer 
part of that quote like that was the sound bite there was a part before it though where he's he was talking more about that and it kind of puts the rest of that into context that's not a, so like that's not exactly what he said okay um it, it was more uh about uh how the other guys did play well and how how him and Harden played but i think it was something like if they're not playing well other people you know they they need other people to step up or something like that so it was kind of, it, like he it, the entire quote if you see it it's it's not throwing the rest of the team under the bus but when you look at the snippet that was put out and the headlines that just said that i mean it looks exactly like that. It looks yeah. like he's saying, oh, me and Harden did what we could, but these motherfuckers, they don't know what they're doing. Like it's, it wasn't exactly that. I wish I don't have the quotes in front of me. I yeah. wish I did. So, uh, but that was kind of the sentiment. So, but still he, I mean, he's going to get crushed for that anyway, especially listen, if you're the MVP, which I personally didn't think he was, I think it was Joe kick was the MVP and he's kind of showing why <laughs> I think he was right now. Um, you know, like you, you have to be able to put your team on your back sometimes when it's happening, kind of like Jokic is as. So I'm just yeah. saying. Um, so look, the question I want to bring to you is, obviously everybody on the team deserves some portion of blame. Do you put more blame on Doc or more blame on Harden and, and, and Bide? Everybody. Or everybody. Everybody gets it. Everybody I, I gets pull, a new portion. I, pull up, I don't think Doc should have been fired. Doc I, has I, lost 10 game sevens. I understand Doc should that. have been fired. Doc can't win in the playoffs. I understand that's the that, but... and he especially can't win Game Sevens. What? Sorry, that's just that's just what it is. Doc Rivers is not a big game coach, and James Harden is definitely not a big game player. Everybody say, knows that up. about him. Um, and also, talk talks about him wanting to go back to Houston. If I'm Houston, why the fuck would I ever take him back? Yeah. Ever, like, dude, listen. If I'm Houston. I'm going to my nearest CD collection. I'm going to find me, uh, what is that album? I think it's 1989 by Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to put in, uh, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> and I don't know that's going to make my fiance happy that I just referenced Reference, Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> but if there ever was a song that could personify how, if I'm Houston, how I feel towards fucking James Harden, it's that fucking song right there. Fuck that shit. I would not want to have James Harden back on my team, especially the shit that he pulled to get the fuck out of Houston in the first place. Yeah. So, uh, no, is would be my answer uh, if I was Houston. But that's James Harden is more interested in fucking partying in Vegas and fucking strippers than he is in playing basketball. Yeah. Where do you think he was after that loss against Boston in which the, the, the Sixers just gave up? As you mentioned, like after halftime, that, that game was over. Yeah. You know, where do you think he was? Do you think he was, man, that's, I wish I played better. So this should have been better. Or do you think he was out of fucking club, fucking sniffing some stripper's asshole? I think he, I I think think he went to church. B. I think it was option B. <laughs> um, and Embiid, for supposedly being the MVP, man, he faded in a big game. He faded. You and can't see, do that. That's why I don't you like. Do that. That's why I don't like in any sports the MVP give, be given out during the playoffs. I think the MVP should be given out after all awards. It should be given out after, after the everything, season. Um, everything like that, and I think the NFL does it best with it being at uh, 
like it's the night before the Super Bowl, whenever they yeah. do the NFL awards, like it's yeah, that no, week. I agree with like that. you're already there, you're already at the Super Bowl. Even if the guy loses the Super Bowl, like if you have the MVP and he's in the Super Bowl and he loses the Super Bowl, well, that team was probably in the Super Bowl because he was the MVP. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. And even if he's not in the Super Bowl and he's there to accept his award, it's probably because his team would have been shit without him anyway, and he drugged them to the playoffs, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't have a I don't have a problem with that, but yeah, like giving out the MVP in like the second round, like no, you can the NBA you can wait on those awards. Do like the NHL does and have like the the NHL award show, which I think they do uh, either before the Stanley Cup Finals or right after the Stanley Cup Finals. Even sometimes that that gets leaked about who's going to be the Hart Trophy winner and who's going to be Coach of the Year and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, the award show itself is is after the season. So, like, do something like that. But doing this thing where you do everything and you announce it and then you hand them the trophy on the court in the middle of the fucking playoffs. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Because then it just opens you up to stuff like this where everybody, there was a sizable portion of the basketball watching universe that was like, I think Jokic really was the MVP. And I just think they didn't want to give it to him for three years in a row for whatever reason, whatever that reason is, be whatever you think it might be. There's, you know, uh, I know some people say it's because like what LeBron didn't win three in a row. And that other players, other great players haven't won three in a row. So why would it be Jokic? And some people don't see Jokic as that kind of player for whatever reason. However you want to see that, I don't know. You can have put your own uh, thoughts and insinuations there. Um, but for whatever reason, people did think that Jokic was more of an MVP than, than Embiid was. And now you do something like that in the middle of the playoffs, and then you have Embiid fade. Meanwhile, you have Jokic, you know, putting a, putting his team on his back, yeah, and and you know, uh, uh, leading them to victory. And I know it's a regular season award, and that postseason should have anything to do with it. But I mean, you're seeing now why some people think that it should have been Jokic, whether or not you it's you know, oh, it should be about the playoffs. You shouldn't be the playoffs. Fine, it, I, I understand it's a regular season award, um, but. There was plenty of questions about whether Embiid should be the MVP to begin with in the regular season. Yeah. Um, and I know some people said, oh, there's no doubt. He clearly is the MVP. Other people had some doubts. Um, but but to me, all the playoffs did here was solidify that. And that's what I mean. I think that should have been something that waited until after. Because maybe that put pressure on him. Maybe that put extra pressure yeah. on Embiid to, to feel like, oh, I'm the MVP. So now I have to do more and I have to do something and and it got to his head a bit like I don't know like I don't know no I mean so I, 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 totally think that's the NBA, I think that's something the NBA sh- should definitely look at is hey maybe um wait to give out the awards until after the season or like during the NBA finals or something like I don't know but do a whole big award show put a fucking thing together the NFL does it the NHL's been doing it for fucking 30 years now yeah you know where they have some big fucking award show. They did it in fucking uh, uh, Vegas for, what, the last eight years, ten years, something like that, and now they do it. I think they're doing it each year in the draft city or something because now this year's in Nashville. They're doing the award show, and so now the award show is starting to travel itself. So, I mean, fucking do it. It's it's not that hard. It's not that hard to do that, and just wait a little bit. You can wait. Okay. Um, But uh, as, as far as to your other question, 
of uh, who's to blame or who do you put more blame on? I think it's everybody. I think Doc should have been fired. Uh, Harden is listen. If Harden wants to go, fine. See you later. I, if I'm Houston, I'm not fucking taking him back. If somebody else wants him, that's fine. Yeah. But if I'm Houston, I'm not taking him back. The guy doesn't want to win a championship. He doesn't care. He cares about you know what a stripper thong smells like. That's what he cares about. And good for him. Hey, listen, <laughs> it's good to have goals in life. And he's rich enough to do it. And he can throw singles all day. Good for him. But if I want to win a championship, I don't want James Harden on my team. I don't want it. So um, does this mean that Philadelphia is going to have to start all over again? I, I don't know. I don't think so. And I, I think I if, think if do, Harden if Harden leaves, I think it's going to be a process 2.0. If they do, then Embiid's leaving. Yeah. Well, they already said they he's... Do, a, Embiid's going to say trade. Yeah. I don't want to be here for a rebuild. So now that so you have to take that into account. So now it's a case of rebuild or reload. And if you're Philadelphia, what do you do? You know, well, and and because here's the other thing you got to think of too: who owns the Philadelphia 76ers? It's Comcast, isn't it? No. Oh, they're the only. Okay. Uh, you don't know who owns them, do you? The team that has the Washington. Well. I don't there think you it, go, Josh Irish, baby. Uh, I don't think it went he through just yet. The New but... Devils. He owns the New Jersey Devils. He owns the 76ers. And now he's also going to own the Washington commanding football team of Redskin Commanders. Um, how much loose change is he going to have in the next coming couple of years? Now, I know he's part of a, a an ownership group, so it's not all his money. Well, it's majority. <clears throat> but... Um, now you have to look at how much is he willing to spend knowing that he's got to spend also now to basically fix everything that Dan Snyder did wrong <laughs> yeah. in Washington, build a new stadium down there, get contracts to sign people down there, basically have to hire an entire new front office since everybody fucking quit or was fired. Um, you know, like there's he's got a lot on his plate. Is he going to be able to afford to reload the 76ers? You yeah. know, that's something you're going to have to look at. And, or, or, you know, and do the 76ers and, and to a lesser extent, the Devils going to have to pay for his purchase of, of, of the commanders. Uh, that's that's an interesting way to start looking at this now. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm no I'm no financial expert. I'm not sure how all that works with all the money going in and out of different funds and banks and show games and however all that shit works. So maybe it'll be all fine. Maybe it has all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is it's something to think about with him now uh, uh, getting uh, the Washington football team of Redskin commanders, uh, whether or not that's going to have an impact on what happens with the 76ers. So, uh We'll have to wait either and way, see. Either way, that's just a, 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 a wait and see. Hey, the Sixers are going to be hitting an up-to-something season, just like us here at Stay Tuned Sports. And hey, hey, stay tuned. <laughs> ah, Hashtag ah. stay tuned. Hashtag stay. <laughs> but here's the other thing, too. We are going to be announcing what, what's going on here soon. It will happen. Yes. And when we do, you're going to want to be ready for it. You're going to want to be alert. For when we do this, you're gonna to want to be focused, and I got to tell you, the only way to do that is if you get yourself some dubby. Because that's here's the thing: dubby is the energy drink that you want. Whether you're a gamer, whether you're a sports nerd like me, and you got to stay up and you got to want some 
some late night hockey that they started at 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday, even though there was no reason to fucking morons <laughs> at ESPN. That's a reason to get pissed at ESPN, not because of Pat McAfee, <laughs> but because of what they did to the goddamn uh, game seven. Uh, anyway, you don't have to worry about that because you got Dubby and you're going to be able to stay up, stay alert and stay focused. And guess what? You're not going to have to worry about getting those jitters or getting that crash afterwards like you do with all the other energy drinks. Why? Why, Jimbo? Why? Because there's no sugar, man. Damn right. No sugar. In any, no sugar. any of their flavors. And they, Oh, that's... Dude, I forgot. You got to mention all these flavors, man. So you got your favorite, the Dub Sludge. Dub Sludge. Um, Apple, baby. Got to love it. I did uh, Dragonade and Peach and Beach. And now I'm trying uh, Monkey Madness, which is like a passion fruit, like bananas, and it, it tastes so good. But, and that's a, a hydration one. So with the summer coming up, perfect to have. Oh, dude, I didn't even know that, that they have, it's hydrating? Too. Yeah. Oh, I need that, too. I need to stay hydrated. Hydrate or dehydrate, people, because Dubby is on your side with that. Also, contains neurofactor, and that's going to help keep your brain in tip-top shape, keep those synapses firing so you can go ahead and pay attention and stay focused. That's what I'm saying. Keeps you focused. And if you go to W.GG right now, look at all their wonderful products. Look at all the flavors there that are available. They even have some merch if you want to pick some of that up, some cool stuff, cool little tumblers and shakers and everything like that that drink your W out of. Great stuff there. Um, you go there. Uh, you check out. You get all the stuff you want. You go to check out. Here's the neat thing. In the promo code box on checkout, you put in ST Sports 18, all capital letters. You're going to get yourself 10% off of your entire purchase. That Come on. You can't get a better deal than that right now. If you want to stay focused, you want to stay right. Like, and especially for me with all the sports going on. And also started getting back into to, to video game hockey here. Sort oh. of getting back in the video. Yeah, the Jersey City Jacks, baby. That's my <laughs> team. We just won the Stanley Cup. We're going to go for two in a row right now. And if you want to stay focused while you're gaming or watching TV or really studying, if you're yeah. in college, or if you're studying for anything or studying for a job, if you just need that little pick me up, listen, nothing better than W. And again, go to W.GG, put in ST Sports 18, all capital letters at checkout, and get yourself 10% off. W, be better. All right, so I, I think that is going to be it for us. Um, a little side note, I don't know if you saw this, King. Um, Malik Willis from the Tennessee Titans. Obviously Did they release him? No. Um, obviously, there is rumors going around that he will he may be released at some point this offseason. Right, right, right. Um, he has a backup career, curling. No shit. Yeah, you have to look up the video. It was actually, a, he, he, he did a throw uh, or whatever. You, you're better with the terms than I am. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, throw stones, yeah. But it, nice form, nice. Look you know, at you yeah. with the curling knowledge. Oh, it's a throw. Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, you throw, you, 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 you get a throw there. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, you have to see, look it up. That's like, because uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Vernon Davis. He was big into curling oh, okay. uh, even after his NFL career. And uh, uh, who was the other one? The one from the Vikings. Uh, was it Jared Allen? I think it might have been Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. Yeah. Yeah, that he was big into curling as well. So I, that was been cool to see some of these, uh, uh, you know, uh, high-level pro athletes yeah. uh, get into it. And now, and now you see Malik Willis 
uh, getting into it as well. That, dude, that's awesome. I love that. All yeah. right, so now I'm kind of rooting for Malik Willis. <laughs> I want come on, well, you, got, you, you got a curling guy. You're rooting for curling and to fail in football, so you could go to curling then. Um, no, I'd like to see him do well because <laughs> then it gets curling talked about a little bit more. Like imagine like he's able to pull a comeback somewhere or be a backup, and then he's got to be a starter and he earns his way back, kind of like a Geno Smith story. And it's like, oh yeah, and his off season. You know, to to kind of stay limber and stay and stuff like that. Yeah, he does curling. What again? They do a little story about that. So his exposure <laughs> to the sport. And I, I don't know if anybody knows this or they're finding this out for the first time. Man, I'm a huge curling fan. Love it. It's the best stuff, dude. If you've never watched curling, it's great. It's fun shit. If people listen, people make fun of other people that watch golf, and I'm kind of a person who makes fun of people for watching golf, and I understand the hypocrisy in that. Yeah. But dude, watch some curling. It's fun as shit um and uh, it's pretty good with a nice cup of coffee in the morning nice tim hortons there you go. uh not a sponsor but could be uh it's good stuff that's cool oh man what good information thank you jimbo this <laughs> see? see we're ending the show on a positive note instead of being all negative about the whole pat mcafee thing and people being assholes and the 76 are sucking we're, we're we're ending it on a bit of a on a bit of a high on a bit of a high. Oh, did we didn't even talk about the fact that my doubles got uh, eliminated, did we? <laughs> <laughs> oh but, yeah, no, that's a that's another downer. But let's not worry about that. Yeah. Let's not worry about that. Malik so, Willis, he's a curler. Let's go. So till next week, that's your good friend Jimbo, uh, and it's your boy King, Joe Judge for president. Hurry hard! Hurry hard!